All right, we're ready to get this thing kicked off. Let's do it. All right. (coughs) Hold on to your butts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Campfire Gaming Podcast. It is I, your wonderful host, Rich, and with me, I have the illustrious Matt. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you for this episode. Are you now? I bet you are. (laughs) We got some news. We got some news to talk about. It is definitely a big one, and thankfully, it dropped today, right before we were about to record, so this is great timing. So... What we have for you in store today is we have a lot to talk about when it comes with uh, Activision and certain other parties that are now involved with Activision. We won't say who, but you probably, if you've been paying attention to the news, already know who it is. Uh, Other than that, we also are going to be going into a little bit of, we got to pour one out for our special homie last week, which we didn't get a chance to in last week's episode, we got to pour one out for our dear old friend, the Legacy Halo servers, as they have been shut down. It is sad times, but there's fun news to go around with that. And lastly, we will be covering how AGDQ, uh, also going on last week, unfortunately, I forgot to watch it, which is a bummer, but they're breaking donation records, spoiler alert. So we have a lot to go over. So to kick things off, be sure to go and look at our website, campfiregamingpodcast.com be sure to join our discord we have a link on our website to get to our discord we'd love to hear from you love your feedback chat with us play games with us everything whole nine yards uh while you're there and while you're at it be sure to subscribe or uh, be sure to follow us on twitter at camp game pod all right so now that we got that out of the way let's dive <laughs> let's dive into the fat news bomb that that dropped today so Activision Blizzard, ABK, Activision Blizzard King, um, there was a massive acquisition today. Not from Activision Big. Blizzard, but they have been acquired. They've been, um, Activision Blizzard has been acquired by Xbox Gaming. I'm going <laughs> to let that one sink in a little bit. Just like Xbox has officially bought Activision Blizzard. Well, not officially, but they have announced that they are pursuing a purchase of Activision Blizzard for just under the low, low price of about seventy billion with a B dollars. Yep, yep. Do you know my first thought when I read this news? And what was that? Game Pass is going to get a whole lot better. <laughs> Holy yes the the amount of implications that we could go about this is uh, is pretty huge. So yes, earlier this morning, what had happened is that Phil Spencer had uh, dropped a. I guess you could call it a blog or a, 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 an official statement detailing what this announcement was. Um, he went into specifics about not so nothing too specific, but he did mention that, yes, they are going to be bringing on Activision Blizzard as another one of the big Xbox gaming family, um, ensuring that they're, you know, he's going to leave them to be fairly independent. We'll get into a little bit more of that in a little bit and our thoughts on that. Yep. But we also heard that they... They're going to be bringing as many of the games as they can from that library into Game Pass and so on and so forth. What that means, he didn't go into specifics, unfortunately. So we don't know what games are going to be coming into Game Pass, but we do know that Activision Blizzard is going to be arriving on Game Pass at some point. Yep. I mean, we can, I mean, obviously, we got to wait and see, and we got a lot of time to wait and see. Um, But uh, we can kind of look at Zenimax acquisition on how this is probably going to proceed so i'm sure any other legal obligations contracts that some games have with other companies studios um you know platforms different things like that i'm sure will stay in place um but i imagine new new games moving forward for certain franchises and studios are going to be pc and xbox exclusive so but uh yeah we'll have to kind of wait and see it's it's all up in the air again this is all fresh all yeah. new. Yep, yep. This all literally just dropped today. It was a uh, it was quite the huge hit and it left a big shock in the in the news media, you know, everybody's talking about it. So, 
what does that mean when Activision is going to be or uh, going to be um, bought by Blizzard? So all this, we're, we're going to go through a list of the studios which this includes. Okay, so we're going to be getting Activision Shanghai. Uh, I say we, but Xbox is going to be getting these. Uh, <laughs> Beanox, Demonware, Digital Legends Entertainment, High Moon Studios, Infinity Ward, Radical Entertainment, Raven Software, Sledgehammer Games, Solid State. Um, Toys for Bob, Treyarch, and of course, the big one, the one that I'm really, really surprised by, Blizzard. Of yep. course, Blizzard and King, of, uh, and to go along with that. So this does mean that there is a potential that, yeah, StarCraft, Diablo, probably Diablo 4, will end up on Game Pass at some point. Do you think, uh, do you think WoW... Wow, subscription will be included. Honestly, I really, really hope so. Personally, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been pretty disappointed with Wow, and I don't know, just the direction that they've gone with the game. Um, so I, I guess, I wouldn't really care one way or the other. I probably wouldn't play it, but I do think yes, that would be kind of neat to see that this gets. And if a Wow sub gets rolled into Game Pass, that would be pretty sweet. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. Probably not. I think yeah. they kind of like keeping that separated. But um, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, This list of studios is insane, right? You know, uh, you know, obviously, I'm not a big fan of of Call of Duty, but those are great studios and obviously very popular games. So just the fact that Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer and Treyarch are coming over, um, you know, you got your studios like uh, Beanox and High Moon, um, you know, Ravensoft, you know, have done some great stuff through throughout the years. It's just it's crazy. It's just, yeah, insane. But Right. And this is kind of going... Now, it makes me wonder, because uh, back last year, I think it was like either September, maybe, we talked about this a little bit, and there was part of our rumor mill is that there was going to be a large acquisition by Xbox, mm-hmm. and it was going to kind of shake up, you know how... What what was the what was the phrasing that we... that was used is that it, it's gonna... Mm-hmm. What's some like monopoly? Not monopoly. What was it? Uh, yeah, it's gonna like it's gonna trigger some probably like some monopoly yeah. sort of. It's gonna be looked at it in such a way that it's that big, and mm-hmm. that's. I mean, that could be very true. Is that like? Um, I think this makes Xbox Gaming the third largest gaming company worldwide. I mm-hmm. don't remember who is in front of it. Pro- I'm gonna guess EA is probably one of them. Um, but I don't know who the other one would be. Yeah. Um, I mean, we certainly were, we not were, uh, we were on the right track of them purchasing a publisher. I mean, we had a long list, I think, of publishers that we thought it might yeah, be right. back this, when we chatted about it. And I'm we pretty all thought sure it was Sega. Was one of, well, no, we it was Sega. And I, I don't remember who mentioned it, but I think someone, one of us mentioned Activision. One yeah. of us mentioned Activision could been could have been but one I, of them. Like I kind of thought we shot it down a little bit, just like like our opinions is is it wasn't going to be Activision because of you know Blizzard and that you know other games being big, you know Call of Duty. Right. They're um, very you know, autonomous your, your, and your Candy Crush. Um, obviously, still raking in a ton of money. Surprise! That's why it's selling for somewhere around sixty eight, sixty nine billion dollars. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of a shock because again, I personally thought it was always going to be Sega. You know, Sega was yeah. a new publisher that was going to come in um, because I know they've been trying to get into Japan a little bit more, and I was like, oh, that'd be the best route. But yeah, them purchasing Activision and and adding all these studios, IPs, it, it's going to be yeah, it's, it's absolutely yeah, it's absolutely massive, and like we said, it has a ton of implications along with it. Um, so kind of going into that. One of the things that we were kind of talking about this morning, something that I had mentioned, is that how interesting is this? Is that uh, Xbox has been rubbing a lot of sh- like they've been, you know, playing very nice for the PC crowd. They've been playing very nice with Steam. So through you know either Game Pass or you know just having Halo, for example, coming into Steam, you're seeing a lot of other games end up flocking to Steam to release their AAA titles. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this could go that way as well, where we start seeing things like StarCraft or 
Diablo or Call well Call of Duty is already on Steam. Um, actually, no, it's not. It's not on Steam anymore. I don't I think, think some of the older ones are. The older ones are, but the new ones haven't been on Steam for a while. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. So yeah, coming back to Steam, you know, having Call of Duty do that. Um, I wonder if that is something that could be a possibility as well. I, I kind of hope it is, and I have a strong feeling we will see all those PC games coming over, you know, at some point. Because, right. you know, like you said, Microsoft has been trying to play nice for, I guess, as long as Phil Spencer has come on board. And, you know, this would just be following the kind of same decisions he's done in the past with other other games and all that. It's just get these games into consumers' hands, even if it's not through a Microsoft product. So. Right. Yep. And as long as they, you know, they kind of control that that medium by, you know, how they can get to the customer. I mean, bonus. But yeah, if they don't, if that's not what the people want, then it's not what they want. But they still want to get the games in their hands. Yep. Um, the <laughs> the other funny thing that I, I think, I don't know, one of us mentioned it in the discord this morning was just like, how weird is it that now you have Halo, Call of Duty and Battlefield all on the same subscription service now. Yep. Like you can get all three of them. I don't think 2042 is up there yet, but I imagine it the track record and them wanting to pull in players, it's going to be very soon that 2042 goes into EA Play uh, that's also accessible on through Game Pass. So, Right. But yeah, it's insane. All the shooters, you know, it really is the, the dude bro console. <laughs> right. It's like the great uniting of all of those different uh, all of those different franchises under one banner now. Well, they're not under the the same banner. I mean, act, uh, EA is still kind of doing its own thing. But yeah, I think through Game Pass, like, can't you play 2042 through Game Pass Ultimate? Don't you get EA Play subscription? Yeah, but like I, I EA thought Play it, I, sub. I thought you do get an EA Play sub, but I know they curate. You know, and I don't know if t- I I don't know for sure um, if 2042 is on that. Let's look. Maybe, or it could be in their pro version of that. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it looks like EA Play Pro. I think it's EA Play Pro, which you only get EA Play, which there's still a ton of Battlefield games on there, but... Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, this is, a, this, is a pretty, this is pretty big news. Um, and now, let, I mean, let's kind of go into the other implications of this. Now I know the probably the first thing that everyone is coming everything the first thing that is coming to everybody's mind when this deal went down is what's going to happen to him you know like basically gaming the gaming devil incarnate right yep now that Xbox is taking over what's going to happen with Bobby Kotick and what's going to happen with the problems and the culture surrounding like the the shitstorm basically surrounding Activision and while a lot hasn't been said yet, there is a lot of speculation as to what people think is going to happen. Um, I think I think what's probably going to happen if this goes through is Bobby Kotick is going to take over the Xbox division and rule it all. Phil Spencer's getting kicked out. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's just going to use he's going to usurp him from from below. Yeah. Um, no, I believe um, and I just telling a lot of people this today because even people at work were chatting about this is like. And I even see saw a couple articles where everybody's mad that oh he's not instantly out. Um, these things take time, and it's estimated it's not going to be till twenty twenty three that all this goes through if it goes through. Um, so I don't think they're saying much on what's going to happen, but uh, I believe Kodak, If this goes through, Kodak will be I don't know through payouts or kicked out or whatever. I think he's going to leave the company, which is going to be overall a good thing for Activision Blizzard you know, King, right. I think Microsoft and Phil Spencer and his team over at Xbox has done a great job of kind of leading and building a great culture and a bunch of studios over there that, uh, I think he's just going to bring that over into all the studios that are part of ABK right now. Right. And so then, uh, with that being said, I mean, like we, you know, it's not, there is no confirmation on what's going to happen with Bobby Kotick other than leading up to this, he is going to remain as CEO of Activision Blizzard King. Mm-hmm. So the bag, you know, he's kind of 
they're they're basically embracing the baggage for now, but we don't know what's going to be happening in the future. Of course, everybody, what everybody wants is that he basically get the boot. Yeah. Um, you know, however they decide to do that. However, I mean, like his whole board, you know, stands by him. I think even um, Satya Nadella, um, even Microsoft. he has made some yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. Yep, the head of Microsoft. I think he's even said some kind of like, I don't know, some corporate nice things about Bobby Kotick, um, which is like, for for a lot of people, that was kind of like a big, it watered down the news a little bit. It kind of like tempered the flame, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, is this is like, wow, like, you know, you're really going to keep this guy on here after you're going to buy this and you're going to like let the culture be, continue well, to be this bad? In, in all fairness, this is what I don't I think a lot of people don't get is Phil and Satya and, you know, anybody else in leadership involved over there in this is not going to say shit right now about anybody right. over there. Right. Right. One, they they just need to kind of keep it positive, keep the news positive. And two, they need to wait for the deal to go through. Right. right. Um, so they kind of right have they to haven't... do this kind of corporate BS dance until it's completed. And then, and then again, I think, I personally think they're going to get rid of Kotick. Again, I don't know how this is going to work with contract is, you know, whatever. He's probably going to walk away with a ton of money. Right. Um, but personally, I also hope that Phil and Satya are going to just clean the whole sea level uh, over there at, at Activision and just either put their own people in place or I don't know, something. Right. <laughs> well, funny enough, you know, when we talked about it last year, Mike Yabara going from basically from Xbox over to Blizzard to to be um, the head of Blizzard Entertainment is yeah. now basically <laughs> coming back under exactly. the Microsoft family. Yeah. So it was um, uh, Rod Ferguson, who was famous for for leading a bunch of Gears games um, and the Coalition oh, right. when that first started. He, he went to he the went Diablo to team. And he's yeah. in charge of Diablo right now. And it's yep. like those two guys are trying to get away and they just get sucked right back in. Every time so, they try to get out, they pull me back in. Or, or uh, as somebody in our see, you should join our Discord. Or as somebody said in our Discord, they were sent there to infiltrate, uh, you know, Blizzard, scope it out, and and start, you know, spreading the love of the, our Lord Savior, uh, Phil Spencer. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to spread the good word. That's funny. Um, so yeah, I mean. If you if you've been following along with the Activision Blizzard stuff, you I mean you kind of know that um, a, a lot of this has not come very well. So this be, initially came as exciting news to everybody. I think saying thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, like this is the big change that Activision and Blizzard needed, right? Like they need that sort of top down C level sweep, just a clean hot, you know, kind of a wipe wipe it out. And insert your people there that actually do care about a lot of this stuff to see what we can, you know, see what, see what they can do. Um, yeah, I don't I, think I, we're going to see the fruits of those la- of that labor for a long time. But I do think that you know this could be a really big turning point for Activision Blizzard because mm-hmm. they've had a terrible couple of several years. A terrible, yeah. like the last like what four or five years have been absolutely non-stop um controversy after controversy and all of this lawsuit stuff and we did an episode about it you know late last year talking about some of the the crap that had happened and mm-hmm. it's just been an absolute shit show yep um i i do want to kind of comment on your you you made the the comment about like change you know coming it, it going to be most likely good change coming to these studios and and all that i do want to point out that it's like I think initially, if this purchase goes through, I think within the first year you're going to see a lot of positive change on just some of the culture stuff. You know, some of the you know how employees are treated and stuff like that. But I do think it's still going to take two to three years before we really right. These things takes time. Right. It's not just like oh, Microsoft bought them, everything's all sunshine and rainbows, right? You know, right. it's going to take time not only for you know kind of cleaning up the studios, creating you know good culture. Um, as well as even investing and, um, you know, potentially, you know, making, we'll say better games, right? You know, mm-hmm. 
right? It that stuff takes time. So I think in a good two, three years from the completion of this purchase is is when we're really going to see a good. It's not going to be Activision Blizzard King anymore, but you know I think a lot of positive out of those studios and uh, the games that they make. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree with you. We're not going to see anything right away. Um, we're probably it's going to take some time to really start weeding out a lot of that bad culture too. Like, you know, this could take quite a bit of time after the purchase before we even start seeing even a change in culture. Um, and it sounds like they're trying to make strides to it, but I mean, you know, it's kind of one thing after another, right? I mean, we are earlier, we were about to talk, we were going to talk today mostly about, um, you know, how Activision Blizzard is under fire yet again for, you know, the, um, the layoffs that they had done with Raven um, yep. and the the following strike that that had happened after that. But now I'm kind of curious what the studios are thinking now. Like, do they think that this is like a ray of sunshine? Like is Gandalf the white coming down and, you know, eliminating the Urukai or is this going to be like, it's just another like a dark cloud invading the storm sort of a thing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious what, what they have to say about it. I mean, I'm sure we're going to get statements from a lot of these studios over the next coming next couple of days. So I I saw somewhere and I probably didn't bookmark it here, but the ABK Alliance, um, uh, the group that's really trying, I think it's right. ABK Alliance. They're the ones leading for the strikes and and the change, you know, and asking for better lots of things over there. Right. Um, Sure. I, I, I saw one of these articles where, uh, they were saying, you know, this this is positive news, but it doesn't change their mission because I think they also realize, again, this isn't, oh, tomorrow is, is going to be, you know, it's all changed. Everything's fine. Let's go back to work, right? Again, mm-hmm. it's still Activision until this is completed. And they still need those changes and they can still make those changes before, uh, you know, the acquisition. So, sure. So I don't know. I mean, uh, is this something that you are really excited about? Like, are you looking forward to seeing some of this stuff happen? I mean, I like the idea of seeing, uh, you know, hopefully StarCraft end up on Game Pass. That would be pretty kick-ass. Yep. No, I mean, you know, this is obviously really good news as an expo. You know, right. Obviously, I'm an Xbox guy. Right. I mean, again, I, I, you know, I'll talk my shit about Nintendo and Sony. I love them as well. But, you know, I've been an Xbox guy since they launched the system. So this is this is awesome news to me. Right. You know, even though I'm not a huge fan of stuff like Call of Duty and I don't play a ton of like other like Blizzard games, um, but I, I know the value that these games and these IPs um, and the potential of all of that you know, in the future for gaming gamers, it's, I think this is fantastic. Um, you know, it's only going to benefit us as gamers, you know, uh, on PC, Xbox. Um, and again, sorry, sorry, PlayStation, but I think a lot of those future games, uh, you know, here's a question. Do you think Call of Duty is going to go exclusive to PC and Xbox? That's going to be a really hard one. I don't know. Probably the next like couple iterations, I would say no. But if they pull like a whole, you know, the same thing with Zenimax where they're like, okay, well, we're going to release the games that were already in flight for PlayStation and Nintendo, and those we're going to maintain that commitment. But Elder Scrolls Six is going to be, you know, an Xbox exclusive. exclusive. So my guess is, is that, yeah, eventually they will probably do something like that where they will uh, make it like an Xbox and a PC exclusive, which, I mean, coming from me, I'm okay with because, you know, Blizz, you know, you know me and if you've been listening for a while, you know that I am a massive Blizzard fan and it's been incredibly depressing watching like this downfall of Blizzard over the last five, six years of controversy after controversy they just mm-hmm. can't they're, they're not going to catch a break and nor should they because i mean there's been a lot of crap that's been happening over there for me this news is really it kind of brings back the hope a little bit yeah now maybe i'm just yeah like maybe i'm just huffing like you know huge amounts of copium right now hoping that you know blizzard is going to turn over a new leaf now and we're going to see like good stuff come through again and it's not going to be just 
you know, week after week of depressing Blizzard news because, yeah, as a Blizzard fan, this sucks, man. Like, the, yeah. all the stuff that's been going through, it's just awful because, yeah, I don't want to support a lot of that. I don't want to buy this stuff if that's what they're doing to their employees. Yeah, but, I um, mean, it's a, it's a big reason I've most, I think, pretty much stopped playing anything Blizzard Activision. Yeah, because I, I really want to try Diablo 2's, uh, was yeah. it Diablo 2 Resurrection, right? Yep. And, Never picked that up, um, you know, Overwatch. Well, I haven't really played Overwatch in forever, but, you know, obviously don't play COD. I was going to try to get into WoW, but never really did. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, I get it. I, I obviously even before all this stuff, I didn't play a lot of Blizzard games, but, you know, I I played a few of them and I loved them. So, you know, for me, too, it really just sucked. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, it, it's, it's just awful. So I'm hoping that this is kind of that at least the light is at the other end of the tunnel kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, where the the darkness is now fading, we can finally get through this and we can see once this deal goes through, see if this actually will change for good. Yep. But like a change this big has to have downstream effects, right? You know, like yeah. I whether it be like morale or, you know, something. I if if you're a developer at Blizzard or Somebody from some of the the studios under Activision, tweet at us. Let us know how you really feel about this. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Or hop on our Discord and chat directly with us. Yeah, we'd love that too. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be... I'm I'm definitely going to be looking forward next year to find out what they're going to do with Overwatch, Diablo, and Call of Duty. Yep. I think those are the three, three big games that are on other systems. So... Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, maybe. Do you think um, do you think they'll, they'll resurrect uh, the Titan Titan project? Wasn't that it? Well, Overwatch is Titan. Uh, well, wasn't wasn't Titan originally supposed to be the next MMO, though? Right. But they scrapped a lot of it oh, like a long time ago. Made, and made, Yep. They made Overwatch oh. out of the scraps. Yep. OK. Do you think we'll get Titan Titan MMO? I was going to no. say Titan 2, but Overwatch 2 is already in development. No, <laughs> no I hope not either, because I want to see more stuff out of the StarCraft uh, out of the StarCraft franchise. I'd love a new StarCraft. Yeah, you know, I never got into a, to a lot of the online stuff, but uh, I, I enjoyed the story and the campaigns of, of all three of those uh, mm-hmm. StarCrafts. Right. So I'd like but, to see that before I start seeing anything with like a new MMO or anything like that. Yeah, they got to fix. It, wow. A wow, uh, yeah, just make wow a wow too. Yeah, wow needs fixing, so I hope they do that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, be sure to let us know what you what you think about it. If this is good news to you, uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, so in other X Bro news, <laughs> we gotta we gotta pour one out for our for our dear friend, um, our the dearly de- our the dearly departed. Mm-hmm. That is uh, some someone that I have spent many, many of my teen hours with, and that would be the OG, well, not really OG, the Xbox 360 Halo servers. Servers, yep. yep. Um, so I don't remember, I'm sure that this stretches beyond a lot of other games, but they, yes, uh, Microsoft, Xbox, yeah, they ha- as of June 13th, they have shut down the Xbox 360 era servers, which includes many of the Halo games, you know, Halo 3, 4, Reach, all of those. Um, they had, uh, I don't know if they really had like a big thing. They, they didn't really make a big thing about it. They kind of just like mentioned it in passing, mm-hmm. but it was like the community that really kind of made a really big deal about it, yep. which is why I'm kind of making a a pseudo big deal about it because it yep. was like, Oh man, like, you know, my heart goes out to the, to all my fellow halo players who spent lots of time playing, you know, uh, Griff ball and, you know, rocket, rocket mongoose on, or rocket race on sand trap and things like that. Yeah. I think if I had, I like, I remember this coming and them announcing this. I completely forgot about it though. I think I had, too. I, had I remembered, I would have pulled out, Probably would have pulled out my uh, Halo Three Legendary Edition console and played a few games just to, you know, help send it off, yep. you know, into the sunset. But. Just to say goodbye. Yeah, I totally forgot about it too. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that show goes to show you how good of a Halo fan I actually am. I know, right? I totally forgot about it. 
But no, I love the community response. It was fun to hop on some of the, you know, the internet and see some of the articles, uh, hop on like the subreddit and look, you know, there was so many gifts and videos of just red and verse, red and blue teams, just like standing in the middle of various maps, just like dancing around, you know, just, you know, just shooting guns out. off in the yep. air, just having a good time. And it was just like, right. it was really good. Yep. And it, you know, you had people who were, um, you know, this is kind of uh, this is kind of wholesome. Is that you had a bunch of people who would, you know, go go out of their way to help some people get the last remaining achievements that they needed yep. out of like Halo Three or Reach or something like that. And you know, of course, yeah, with the server going down, it's gonna block out a lot. Um, kind of a mixed bag of what achievements are still gonna be available. So a lot of like the multiplayer achievements you're not gonna be able to get anymore because there's no multiplayer. Yeah. Um, and so I think. Uh, it was kind of nice to see like, uh, like the one that I kind of linked here is just some dude who is looking to get his, I don't remember what the achievement was, but you have to laser two people basically. Yeah. And so he was just like, Hey, like, can you guys like help me do this? And they're like, yeah, sure. That's fine. It's cool. And then they, you know, they just line up and let them, let them laser all of them. And he's just like, Oh my God, guys, thank you so much. Like this was the last achievement I needed to get. And mm -hmm. you know, I didn't think I was going to get it. And, I don't know what took him so long to get that achievement, but hey, you know, better late than never, I suppose. Yeah, I was. Um, I had to look it up here. Uh, Vidmaster Challenge annual achievement. I saw a video where a group of people were helping uh, somebody get that that achievement before the servers went down. That's the one where, in co-op on Legendary with the Iron Skull activated, you have to all survive in the final mission of halo three. So kind of like the warthog run of, of that game. Yeah. You all had to be in ghosts. You had to all survive to the end. Oh, I remember uh, that one. Yeah. I remember doing that one years ago. It was, yep. it was tough because it just kind of sometimes the weird physics, um, you know, tr one trying to stay together as a group and then one, you know, like the weird physics and things blowing up. And yeah, I'm pretty sure I have that one. That was, uh, I did that a long time ago, but yeah, you know, like you said, it was, it was kind of wholesome. It was, it was fun to see, you know, the community just be like, yeah, no, oh, I needed this and some randos helped me get it, you know, before the server shut down. So, mm -hmm. yep. I mean, of course, like, it's not like you can't play Halo 3 anymore. Master Chief Collection will still exist. It's still, Correct. you know, you're still going to be able to play Halo Reach, Halo 3, all on on that. Yep. It's just, you know. It's the end of an yeah. era. Yeah, you it's know. kind of the end of an era. And it makes it makes you sad a little bit because yeah. uh, if, if one of the things that made me a little bummed out that was just kind of like, oh, you know, was uh, somebody posting a screenshot of that infamous um, that like that heat map in the Halo 3 like like multiplayer screen. So you could see that map where all the lights were, where all the people were logged in from like Everybody's obsessed with that map for some yep. reason, but I yeah they they were posting screenshots of that going completely dark, dark and yeah. it's just like oh it was it breaks it, my heart a little. It didn't really serve anything as far as gameplay, but it was a really cool thing. Um, yeah, I always liked it. It was just cool to see where all the little white dots were around the globe mm -hmm. of people playing whatever Halo game, right? But um, yeah, no, I mean like it. it, it they, they, it's it's fun when the community comes together for really any game, but this also also reminds me of the the Noble Fourteen. That was when the OG Xbox servers got shut down and people were playing Halo Two, mm -hmm. and there was fourteen people that. And I, I think they have like a graphic here or something like the times when those last fourteen people that were hanging on because they got to play past the like the server shutdown uh, because however it was they didn't like hard like hard kick people out they just at a certain point didn't let people in so these like 14 players i think stayed on for some of them like i think even hours after the like the main game shut down let me see here if this oh yeah i don't i'm not gonna read it all but they were on for a couple hours after the servers officially shut down just because they didn't hard shut down the server. They just stopped letting people in. So these mm -hmm. 14 people known as the noble 14 kind of hung on. So I didn't see anything like that for the 360 servers, but again, it was just still a fun time to see the community celebrate a, a, a an era in halo. Yeah. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just kind of the, just kind of a nice little story. I think. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So moving on from that, kind of going in a different direction, but also very good news. This is like one of our episodes where we have like a lot of really good news. Like I yep. kind of like, I, I like these. Yep. Um, so over this last week, um, AGDQ, if you're not familiar, it's Awesome Games Done Quick. Uh, it's a speed running marathon that happens usually, you know, within the first couple weeks of January. Um, so you have from, you know, like a Saturday to Saturday sort of thing where it's just back to back to back speed runs of all sorts of games, old, new, everything um, coming from, you know, uh, like, you know, Halo and like Ocarina of Time and, you know, th those sorts of things everything um so what they do is uh their their whole purpose for existing is mainly to raise money for charity like that's why they do this speed running marathon is they raise a lot of money for charity so over the last i don't know many many years that they've been doing this they've been accumulating record after record after record of how much money they're raising now this year they broke their record yet again um they set a record of 3.4 million dollars raised for the prevent cancer foundation which is an incredibly impressive feat from a bunch of you know it's just a hodgepodge of you know like nintendo 64 games and xbox games pc mm -hmm. game just a whole big hodgepodge of these kinds of things if you've never watched it it's it's pretty fun it can be really really fun to watch yep um so their previous record was set at 3.1 million so they you know they beat it they they put a, a nice gap between those two, um, between those two records. So, um, just a, um, just a good. I I wanted to give a you know a good shout out to AGDQ for raising money for this charity organization. This is really cool. Yep. Um, this comes with their you know their, I guess you could call it a, a sibling, um, charity marathon. Um, summer games done quick. You know, they kind of go back and forth, breaking each other's records and things like that. So we'll <laughs> see if Summer Games Done Quick is able to do the same thing and beat, you know, 3.4 million or something like that. They kind of compete with each other. It's a different um, it's a different charity that they raise money for for Summer Games. But, uh, you know, it's still pretty fun to watch. And that one actually has been held here in Minnesota a couple times. Um, I actually got a chance to attend not too long ago. And that was it was pretty fun. It was, yeah. you know, it was fun just sitting in that big crowd and watching everybody get excited when something cool happens or something like that. You know, it was mm -hmm. fun. Something cool, man. I, anytime I watch any sort of speed run of new or old game, I'm just like, it's just impressive. Just, it's so impressive. So right. it's just like, man, I, I like, what was it? It was Super Mario Brothers 2, I think it was. Like I watched, you know, I'm sure this is plenty of games, but like the the person playing is just doing just some crazy moves i'm like how i can barely like okay <laughs> i can barely get through these levels without you know right. dying a few times you're just right. doing these crazy little jumps and you know all this great yeah yeah where they're like uh you know like they're they're jumping in a particular way so that they can like write like a pointer to a memory address so that they can like warp to a new level or something like that yeah. it's just crazy i love it yep it's good times so. yep um, but that's all that I had for that. I mean, there's not a whole lot more to go into it. I think if you're really interested in something like AGDQ, be sure to go and check them out. Um, GamesDoneQuick.com. You'll be able to uh, see when their upcoming events are. If you go on YouTube, you can watch the VODs for all those. You can see every single speed run that they did throughout the throughout the week. Um, it's good stuff. Great org, you know. Great, great charity org. So, mm -hmm. and that will. Uh, that actually kind of wraps it up. This is a little bit of a short one in terms of like main news. I mean, is there any uh, any final thoughts that you have on any of this stuff, Matt? Um, no, nah, man. I just, uh, I mean, really, the big thing is just the the Activision stuff, and I'm sure we'll be talking more about that over the next week, year and a half, couple weeks, or so. <laughs> you know, just to see what happens. Yeah, no, it's gonna be crazy. All right, cool. So then, uh, let's just dive into all the quick stuff. Um, we can wrap this episode up and then send everybody on their way. Yeah. All right. So to to start off with the the quick fire stuff, um, we have uh, Final Fantasy XIV is going to start selling copies again. If you are unfamiliar why they'd even stop selling copies is that their new expansion, Endwalker, became so popular last December 
Um, there, the queue times were enormous. Um, Final Fantasy XIV has grown immensely in popularity over the last couple of years. Um, so much so that, yes, they did have to cease selling the game to kind of help with <laughs> the server problems that they were running into. Yeah. Um, so I, they, remember, uh, I remember us chatting about that last year, and it was just like, wow, you like your game is so popular that you can't keep up with demand, that you're just halting sales of your game. It's just... Right. I think it's a good situation to be in. Oh, yeah. It's a good problem to have, but not a problem you really want to have. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they're doing a couple other things to kind of, you know, to kind of stave off some more problems. You know, they're they're opening up an oceanic data center. So that'll be cool if you're in that region. Um, then uh, I believe it is uh, January 25th is when they're estimating that they're going to be resuming selling copies again. So if you were the unlucky person that was trying to get into Final Fantasy when all your friends were playing, you will be able to get in on it uh, January 25th. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty cool, too. Like, it sounds like, you know, they're just really working on expanding a lot of their data centers. Like you said, they're adding one, but they're trying to expand it. It also looked like they were one of the groups kind of suffering from the chip shortages because they wanted right. to expand, but weren't able to get the, the right hardware the hardware installed to be able to expand fast enough to, you know, support all these new players. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully you will we'll be, you'll, they won't have this problem again in the future. But the other thing I thought was really cool, and maybe you can speak more of this as someone who's played, uh, you know, more MMOs than I have, but it looks like for a while, for a little bit, they're going to be kind of uh, pausing or, or for free. You'll be able to transfer servers for free. It mm-hmm. looked like. So, um, yeah, that's a pretty common thing to happen, especially on really popular MMOs, especially around like expansion launches. This usually happens a lot during wow expansion release. Maybe not so much anymore. I mean, the population for wow is definitely going down and mm-hmm. going over to final fantasy 14 instead. Um, so yeah, this isn't an uncommon thing to do to offer like free server transfers so that, you know, if you are on a really high, high, high pop realm, you can play by just moving everybody over to somewhere else. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You're going to get into final fantasy 14, man. I need to find more time in the day. Can we move a, you know, like <laughs> need to quit my job and just play video games. So yeah, me too. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Yeah, my friend, uh, one of my friends has been trying to get me into into playing it. I see. I keep trying to get into it, but like every time I try to get into it, I don't know. I just it just I find myself not wanting to play it every time I try to play it. Yeah, I don't. Know. I'm just I'm just trying not to get into games that I know are going to suck a lot of time out of out of me. So <laughs> that'll probably do it. There's a lot of time to be yep. sucked out of. Mm-hmm. I'm a free man since I've got off my addiction to destiny. So, you know, I'm there you go. That way. You're trying to throw it back all into hell at loose. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fun. So I'll, I'll take the next one here as you take a sip there. So uh, we got some oh, Hitman three news here. Uh, I personally haven't played a lot of these, but I hear they're fantastic games. So we got some news this week that, um, <laughs> surprise uh should i should be getting more excited about this one hitman world of assassination is coming to xbox game pass so um (laughs) that includes hitman one two and three uh and that's out now well we'll be out by the time you're listening to this episode i think it's technically in a day or two but the episode will be out in like three days so yeah but uh that's exciting news if you like hitman they also announced some some upcoming content for uh, year two of, of Hitman. So you'll be getting the elusive target arcade. Uh, it, it, the entire trilogy will be coming to VR at some point. Oh, I'm sorry. That one's out now. It's the next one that's coming at some point is ray tracing and variable rate shading coming to PC. There was no uh, release date on that yet, but it will be coming as well as Hitman Freelancer, a new single player mode coming sometime this spring. And hidden down there at the bottom, it looks like you got a new map coming called Codename Rocky. So a lot of good Hitman content coming your way now-ish or soon-ish. So 
I'm just going to call you out slightly. Uh, you didn't use the, the, the coin sound like any of the times that we were talking about Game Pass during the acquisition. Oh, okay. Dan, Dan's got to listen to the whole episode now and yep. add that in for us. It's on you, Dan. Good luck. <laughs> All right. So going along, uh, God of War is getting a PC release. I know that you are a very big fan of the most recent God of War releases. I have not played it yet, but now that it is coming to PC or came to PC, um, I should probably get in on that. Um, so yeah, God of War PC release is out now. Um, Senior manager, Matt DeWald. Um, what? I don't I don't even know what this note is. Oh, sorry. I'll explain that one a little bit. Yeah, more. explain this. Um, I asked whether we should. What did you say, Corey Han shot first? So so during an interview with uh, I believe yeah, it was Game Informer, I believe it was here, they uh, the the guy interviewing was talking to uh, the senior manager, Matt DeWald, and then uh, Corey, he was like project lead of the entire project and the, the next one coming out. So they were just asking him a lot of questions. One of the one that stuck out to me was when they asked if they were going to go back, you know, as they're going back and, and getting this workable on, on PC is if they were going to change anything. And I loved the answer that uh, the senior technical director, uh, Matt said was, you know, he's like, Hey, um, I asked Corey, you know, whether we, we should, you know, change anything. And the, the, project or, or, or game director was like, you know, like Han shot first, basically don't change anything, right? The game's already good. You know, we're just, just put it out on PC. It's already fantastic. I'm sure they, they he's like, I'm sure we could go and change stuff, but you know, there's no reason to, right. It's already a great game. And, uh, and I can, I can speak to that because I love this game. It was so much fun. I'm so excited that, uh, you know, thousands millions of people on pc are now going to be able to get the chance to play it uh so run out and buy it now go play it you won't be disappointed um it's a great story great mechanics looks awesome probably looks even more awesome if you have uh you know a fancy computer that meets the whatever the highest specs are i should have pulled those up but i didn't but yeah i can't i can't say you know say enough about this game it's it it's a lot of fun so go play it go buy it rich that's what you should do tonight after we're done recording our episode well let's see here god <laughs> of war i'm on steam right now Ooh, it's 50 bucks that is what the hell that is not god of war yeah whatever it's 50 bucks <laughs> 50 bucks on steam i mean if yep. it's as good as you uh if it's as good as you say it is i mean yeah maybe i'll have to uh check this out i think one of the other things that was asked during the interview was whether it was easier to defeat defeat the valkyrie queen with widescreen support, um, it still sounds like she's a, a tough boss to beat. Also, I'm not ashamed of this. I beat the game on normal, and then I just wanted to kind of go back and do a lot of the last little things, you know, kind of beat some of the Valkyrie, uh, the last couple Valkyries, and do so there's, you know, collect a few other little things. When I did that, I put it on easy. We... I, I got my ass kicked a lot <laughs> on easy fighting the Valkyrie queen. I also am not, again, not ashamed to, to say that, you know, I did end up beating her. Yes. On easy, but like for me, those games where it requires a lot of timing, I'm not mm -hmm. good at it. That's a big reason I don't play like dark souls and, and fighting games and things like that. I don't have the patience to wait for that, you know, get the right, you know, timing down for for dodging or hitting or things like that but yeah man the Valkyrie queen yeah i just want to mash buttons so you just want to mash a and kill things yep yep but again i beat the game it was the side stuff that uh when i went back i, I put it on easy but yeah that valkyrie queen man yeah i'm actually kind of happy with you know sony making the moves to put a lot of these games on pc i mean, yep. I mean yeah as a pc gamer this is pretty nice i don't actually need to go and buy a PlayStation to play some of these cool games. So yeah, eh, it sounded like, I don't know if this rumor is true, but it, I was reading, it sounded like Sony still doesn't like want to put games on PC. It's the studios that have been pushing for the last couple of years to get their games on the PC. So they're finally kind of giving in. And I think the success that, Oh, what was the, what was the first one? There was like death stranding horizon, mm -hmm. You know, now we have Uncharted and God of War. 
Um, I think the success of those on PC are, is really probably changing Sony's mind. So mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, hopefully we, you know, for the PC crowd, hopefully we start getting, uh, you know, like day one launches on PlayStation and PC for their first party games. Hey, I'd be pretty happy with that. That'd be sweet. Yep. Cool. Um, so the last thing that we got here is that uh, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed will be coming to the Switch on February 17th. So basically the um, kind of the original Assassin's Creed games will be coming to the Switch. So yeah. if you're a Switch player, thinking about you, Mike, you can now enjoy some Assassin's OG Assassin's Creed. Um, HD Rumble. Right. They have added support for <laughs> HD Rumble, touchscreen stuff, and an optimized HUD, probably to fit the screen. Do you ever play any of the uh, Assassin's Creed games? I have not, actually. Hmm. None of them. They were, um, especially these ones in the Ezio collection. Ezio was, as stating here, was in Assass- the first Assassin's Creed. And then, this is weird to say, the three Assassin's Creed 2 games, which was, as we say, the two, Brotherhood. Um, oh, what are, we're missing one here. It's are Assassin's we? Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood. Brotherhood. What's the third one? Try, there was the third one. Anyways. Um, it like Black Flag or something like that? No. God, now, now I feel like an idiot. But anyways, uh, they're all a lot of fun games. The Ezio story was probably my favorite. You know, so the games were kind of good after that, but they were all kind of a mixed bag. It seemed like Assassin's Creed 1, 2, and then the other little Assassin's Creed 2 games with Ezio um, were all really good. A good story. It was, it was a lot of fun. So definitely worth picking up in general but uh definitely now if you have a switch and you've never played it go ahead pick them up they're yeah. fun there you go if you're looking to expand that switch library there you have it all right and i think that is all that we have for today's episode uh do you got any final thoughts matt on any of the stuff that we've talked about today no i was gonna try to google real quick this uh brotherhood uh, revelations was it revelations yeah that was the other one revelations let's see other one with Ezio. I was gonna say, is that and that is part of the Ezio pack. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Again, they, for whatever reason, they did Brotherhood and Revelations. I see. I wouldn't even call them uh, expansions, like like of PC games of old, because they felt like full games, right? If you remember the old days of PC gaming, they would you'd get the main release, and then you get an expansion. It was always a usually a good chunk of game, almost like two thirds or three quarters mm-hmm. of like a full game. Yeah. Like these to me the... were, were full, like brand new games, you know? So, um, I don't know if you'd call it an expansion, definitely not DLC, but, uh, yeah. So those four, four SEO games are, are fantastic. Definitely worth a play. A lot of fun. Sweet. No, that sounds, uh, sounds good. Maybe I'll have to give that a try. Although, I mean, I don't need to, get it on my switch i'd probably just get it on my pc yeah but you also should play god of war first that uh, there's a lot of things that i apparently need to play yeah. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> trying to get me to play something else final <laughs> fantasy god of war assassin's creed all of mm-hmm. it all right well then we will close it out for the day thank you very much for listening to our episode um it's been great we had fun tonight um uh, be sure to check out our website, campfiregamingpodcast.com. Uh, from there, be sure to visit our Discord. We have a link on our website so that you can chat with us, hang out with us, game with us, all that good stuff. And then, of course, be sure to follow our Twitter at CampGamePod. Um, thank you again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time around the campfire.